1: We're back, we're black, we're brown. Ambition, 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 ambition. ambition, ambition. Hey, Mandra, how, besides your hair, what is up and out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and I know we're looking like a couple of sp- uh, spring blooms today. Yeah, and hot, and, hot and pink. <laughs> uh, well, it's so good just to catch up with you. I feel like you. Well, obviously, you went on vacay, and we talked a little bit, but haven't had like a proper catch up, proper kiki. Had some exciting guests in the stew. Yes, been a little yeah. busy with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so lots to look forward there but I don't know I just want to like catch up because I feel like there's been so much I don't know important news of black America Mm -hmm. what should we talk about first or should you just tell me what's happening in budget needs to land
1: Uh, honestly budget needs to land has been very which I like boring I really realize that like I'm not going back to like I feel sorry for anyone who is like Tiffany is, is is, you know, is going to go back to grinding it out or whatever. And that they're waiting. Um, some people are waiting. Don't and I'm hold like, your you gonna, Yeah, you're gonna turn blue sis. Um, I'm certainly, you know me, I I work hard, but also too, I know that I have planted plenty enough seeds that I'll never not pick. You know, like I was literally a walk with one of my friends. Um, uh, Brandis said like some she comes from like Brooklyn and like we take a walk at my favorite um one of my favorite parks is around this pond. And we were just talking about that, how- Oh, you know, so she got to
0: go on a walk with you. Nice <laughs> <that's>
1: for her. <laughs> but we were talking about it. And I just was saying how um you reach a point, like I have reached a point and I wanted her to say this affirmation uh, where it's like, it's okay to say, I know how to make money. I was like, you know, you never want to, you feel like, uh, oh, no, no, no. I know how to make money. I have put in enough work for access for um knowledge um I know how to make money I will never not have and I can rest on that because I didn't I mean up until you know I didn't feel like that and so I don't have to navigate from a space of lack and fear which is where the overwork and overwhelm despite you know making all the coins and everything else and I'm like "Mm -mm, girl we're not doing that no more and so I love it because I'm it's not just talk, I'm passing that on to the team where I'm like, we just had a team meeting the other day where we just listed all the things and I said let's get rid of most of them and really focus on just these three things that are going to make the biggest impact with where we want to go um with the with the company and the other things although they're great and can certainly make more money but at what cost more work work on the weekends work in the evenings now but um so yeah so it's just like I'm just I'm just transitioning into this like space where I just rest truly is resistance I mean it it if I don't take like an hour walk a day like, I at least, most times I get in about two hours. I get in the nap. I eat healthy food. I start weight training. Like, your girl is, I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. The body is body. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I can't wait to get my body back. I'll be right there with you. Speaking of which, I need really to take though. my blood pressure. I need to take my blood sugar while we're sitting here.
1: Oh, <laughs> I just feel like, um, I think the, the what I like most is how I'm feeling on the inside. As far as, like, at peace, it's finally... um. It's finally being expressed externally, meaning professionally, personally. I spend way more time. with my, my dad and mom were just up here to see the cherry blossom trees. I sent an Uber for them. Um, My sisters came with my niece and my nephew. And so, like, I'm spending so much more time with friends. I just... Like, I'm just settling into, like, the life that I desire, not the life that looks good for social media. I have not even been back. You know, I took March off and I was like, oh, I'm going to come back in April. Girl, I don't know if I'm coming back because, I mean, maybe a little bit. I came back for a little bit. It was
0: like, oh, it's still trash here. Let me leave. Mm.
1: (laughs) But how have you been? (laughs) How have you been? How's baby treating you?
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm six weeks out at this point, so I feel like I'm in the home stretch. I'm really excited; like, I want to hold every baby that I see. I want to squeeze Aww. them. I'm that creepy lady now. I had a whole convo with a toddler at Dunkin' Donuts this morning. <laughs> um, I'm just ready. Like, uh, Rio is really excited, but the past few weeks, ha- I mean, physically, have not been great. I have not mm. been walking two hours a day. I will get back to it though. But um, I'm officially been diagnosed with gest- gestational diabetes, okay. so now I have to check my blood sugar. All the damn time. Mm. Classic me, though. I I make it like I'm getting a grade, and I want to like be <laughs> the best in the class, and I want to get my blood sugar down the most, and you know, I fortunately. <laughs> But I can follow I can follow rules and I want all the credit. And I lost my monitor this weekend and I was so oh I wasn't getting credit for the blood sugar. I knew my blood sugar was on point all day on Sunday. I resisted every piece of Easter candy. Mm -hmm. You know I had my little Greek salads. I stopped eating after seven. Anyway, um, so that's I'm getting under control, which is fine. So
1: why does that happen? Like gestational diabetes? There's
0: no rhyme or reason to it. Like I've got friends that are. A hundred pounds, and they've had gestational diabetes. Mm-hmm. I've had friends who are black, Asian, white. It's just from. It's just so random. I didn't have this with Rio at all. I was going to ask you. That. Um, But the way that my doctor described it, it's like we're both sharing a pancreas and Mm. you know, sometimes the pancreas is just not giving what it needs to give for two (laughs) little bodies to process glucose.
1: I'm glad you explained it in a Gen Z way. It's not, the the pancreas is not giving, honey. It's just
0: not giving. It's just, it's really not a vibe at all. Um, It's a little sus. (laughs) (laughs) Sis
1: is sus?
0: (laughs) Yes, it's a little sus. Um, So hold on, I'm gonna prick myself. I gotta load the charger. Ah, dude, I'm a pro now, but um, yes, yeah, so I went to get a fresh kit this morning, and let me tell you, it's not cheap to be a diabetic. Mm. Like this stuff, this was thirty bucks for a new kit, which doesn't even have like a long supply of strips and stuff. So you know, I'll um, uh, I'll I'll do my little piece on the healthcare system later, but I just want to get through this. I want to have a healthy pregnancy, and you know, move on with life and. I'm gonna be outside this summer. Mm. But business wise, good. I mean, I've been really focused on evergreening up everything that I can. And I'm feeling like I've I've got, you know, savings. You know, I was really like squirreling away this mm. this winter. Any entrepreneur, you know, you don't get yes. maternity leave anymore. So um, been quite proud that I've been like squirreling away and saving and I might even make it through tax season without, you know, having to file bankruptcy. So, I can pay my tax bill, which is <laughs> yeah, going to be great. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yay. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on. But I've just been, like, really leaning into rest. I mean, I just mm-hmm. can't physically do a lot of what I want to be doing. And I think I've finally broken from the i should be doing this or a year ago i was doing that or with rio i was like this and it's like well different baby different body you know Mm -hmm. and um, i'm just excited to Have a healthy, happy baby boy. And well, you look beautiful. See Beyonce. Thank you.
1: (laughs) No, because you you. know, I know some, sometimes, you know, people, their pregnancy is like really rough. 104,
0: that's good.
1: (laughs) Sometimes their pregnancy is really rough. And then, you know, they just like, like my mom, when she had, when I, she was pregnant with me, oh my gosh. Like the picture, she looked like a doll baby, right? But then yeah. when she was pregnant with Lisa, we were like, who is the
0: who is this lady? <laughs> that she's Lisa's number five, and you're yeah. like, what, number two or number one? Two. Or? Yeah, number Yeah, it hits different <laughs> the longer you go. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I do not. I look at pictures of me with Rio and I'm like, wait, I thought I didn't look great. I look fucking fat. I would rather have that body now, not pregnant. Um, well, you know, this is
1: like, this is not necessarily black news, but did you hear, so I'm sure obviously you know about the FIRE movement, which stands for um, Financial Independence Retire Early. Um, it was a big movement with millennials about, you know, making as much money as possible. Typically they're making like six figures, living off of like nothing, Um, investing the rest and then, you know, getting to, it was usually about like two or $3 million in that kind of mark. And then being able to retire in their thirties that it was this huge movement. The average person doing it, of course, was white dude with access to make six figures and to be able to do that. But so it it gained a lot of traction, but one of the pioneers, his name is, um, Oh, what? Oh, Sam Doggin. Right. So he he was able um, to retire early with three million dollars. He was 34. He was married at the time. And now he's saying that he's returning to work. Um, Sam is now 45. So 10 years later, and and it's because he said that, honestly, I got kids now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because he said, Yeah. So I think if I'm reading correctly that he has two kids. Um, see the thing is when they first retired, he and his wife, they weren't sure if they're gonna have kids, you know, which we all, you know, that's understandable. He's like, now we have two and we're living in, in um San Francisco. Um he's like, Yeah. And so, you know, he said basically what was the three million dollars he was able to grow his passive income. Give or take to about $200,000 a year, which sounds like a lot of money between the two of them. It's like both of them having a $100,000 job, but not with two children. Because we make that year
0: and it ain't. It is not giving. Yes, <laughs> not on the coast. <laughs> and
1: so what I love is like, well, one, I'm loving the fact that like, because I'm not anti-fire movement at all. You know, I'm awful. You know me, I'm a frugal liver. But I just didn't like that it seemed like, well, all you got to do is if you had a little discipline, you could retire. At, and it, it didn't take into account that people might have kids. It didn't take into account. It be so account.
0: drastic to like live off of nothing and not enjoy.
1: Right? Yeah. And also too, it didn't take into account that like it might not be accessible to you if you're a person of color, a woman, someone who's disabled, you know? And so for, um, um, I mean, from the, uh, his picture, he looks like he may be um, Asian. I don't want to like speculate, but, um, but yeah. So, you know, I'm just so happy that it's like, yeah, the math was not mathing. It didn't mean he didn't do well. It doesn't mean that, you know, like that 200,000 that he's making passively is not going to supplement, obviously beautifully supplement whatever income he brings in. Um, but I just think like, it's almost like Marie,
0: Marie Kondo. Did you hear about Marie Kondo? I rejoiced when she came out saying like, I I don't even pay (laughs) attention anymore. I got kids. There's no rules anymore. (laughs) Good. Yes. I leave your book unread on my Kindle. Girl. So if you're not familiar with Marie yet. Kondo.
1: BA Family. She um she's got this um, it's like tidying up or something like with Marie Kondo on, on the Netflix.
0: life-changing magic of tidying up. And then she had a Netflix series. Yes. Where she'd go into families who have kids Girl. and make over their homes. I said, This is how you tidy up. Do I love it? Do I keep it? Whatever she mm-hmm. was doing.
1: It's and then Marie pushed story. out the babies. And Marie says, say yeah. what now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, kids will really just be like, it. kids will will bring the truth to light. You know, it's, like people, you know, yeah. People don't wanna hear nothing until a, you're like, oh, you don't have disaster. kids, never mind.
0: <laughs> it's such a disaster. I mean, the thing is, you know, I really have to go to the sunken place when it comes to, I've never, I'm not gonna lie, I've never been Miss Tidy. My, my mom was like super crazy about cleaning up and I think I had the opposite reaction of like, just go with the flow. But I feel bad for moms who still maintain that like level of it needs to be clean every night before I go to bed because I sleep really good with a full sink of dishes. And you know what? It's between sleep and staying up and scrubbing. Like I'm just not going to choose that journey for myself. I had to give that up. So we have a clean house like once a week and okay. then within hours it's destroyed. <laughs> and, you know, we we just make a lot of activities to leave the house so we don't have to look at it. <laughs> That's our coping mechanism. <laughs> and I'll, I will organize and it'll get beautiful, but I've kind of made peace with the fact that that life is not for me right at this moment, not in this season. I'm Girl, season that is fun. Please, one of the puzzles and Legos and
1: literally, dirt y'all know on the I'm floor. like, I'm one of five kids. And so my parents, what they decided early on after like, I don't know, maybe I was like maybe five or six when my dad bought like our first house, he just decided every house we have will have a basement that belongs to the kids. Mm. And so that's what it was. It was like, Smart. y'all are not a- allowed up here unless you're taking a bath or getting in the bed. Do <laughs> so, <laughs> so literally, we always had a full basement where we were allowed to destroy, which we did. I mean, I'm talking about we were right on the walls. I'm talking about melted crayons. On the heat. I mean, we were we were destructive and but the basement was the kid's space when you and your little raggedy friends come over this is where you can have your toys of course we were we had to clean up and things like that but it wasn't the company space so upstairs yeah. was always kept nice and it was like my dad would literally we would come upstairs he's like I'm sorry little trolls why are you upstairs I, I just want a juice <laughs> take your juice and you stack to in the his. dungeon <laughs> yeah. he would just give you a mini fridge down there no and the, the second house of yeah definitely had a fridge and all the other stuff and so that's, you know, that's how they handled that. They were just like,
0: you know what? We have to relinquish part of the house to the kids. This is your basement. Yeah. Do what you will, so. I'm as bad as Rio. I like to play. <laughs> I like to do puzzles with him. I like to make a mess. It's really husband who has to suffer. I don't want him to go to a room by himself. I want to be in the mix, you know? Like, but that's because you have one. Imagine five. My dad was like, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> well, if you have five, you can entertain each other. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's too much. Good Lord, we haven't even mentioned the Webbies. Yeah. This is all good news first because, you know, we got some trash news. Yeah. Yeah. All the good news first. (laughs) BA fam, we have done it again almost. Well, we haven't quite done it yet, but we have been nominated for our third Webby in just a year. Like I feel like it was just a year ago we accepted two Webby Awards. Two for best best business podcast last year and then best business podcast People's Choice, which was entirely voted by the people last year. I mean, the people have said <laughs> The people and the the critics or whoever they have, the panel choosing winners both decided we were the best. And you know, who could who could blame them? <laughs> year's kind of special because we've been nominated for best pot best business podcast for an individual episode mm-hmm. which is when tiffany returned tiffany's return from yeah. um after superman passed away how do you f- yeah. i don't know i i didn't know we were even up for that individual episode but yeah, award but I. I listened i listened back to a bit of it and <laughs> i'm like i remember it was raw it was yeah. raw and real i'm not
1: know why last night i was like i don't know it just like hit me like a ton of break. i cried till three o'clock in the morning you know, some days you just mm-hmm. like, I feel like, okay, I go for a walk, I have th- you know, and then some days it's really like, what the entire hell, you know? I told Dr. Mm-hmm. Green, my therapist, I said, sometimes it just feels like, like, you know, you come home to your house, you're like, oh, yeah, this is my house. And then you, you know, you go for a walk, you come home and not only is your house not there, it's not like it's burned to the ground, but there's a, a whole different house there. And you're like, no, 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 wait, where's my yellow house? There's this blue house there. New people living in it, it's like your whole life has been wiped away. And so some days it just feels like that. Sometimes I really cannot believe that he's not here, that he's not gonna be like looking at the door, like, Greek, like, and I'm like, I'm taping my podcast, babe, you know? And so mm-hmm. some days, like I said, I feel, you know, good and I feel joy and, you know, I feel connected to my family and friends. And other days it just hits me like a ton of breath. Like last night, I was like, what the hell? It, I mean, I was hysterical till three o'clock in the morning. I was like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So when I was at, I don't even know, I know, I got so many tweets of people saying I was scared to listen to that episode because they knew it was going to be emotionally charged and and maybe even triggering. Maybe because, you know, if if you're missing someone that you've lost. um, But, you know, I just, someone else hit, like I don't know, it was a listener or one of my mentees. She just lost her husband and she just was like, can we jump in a call? Because I don't know, like, what to do. And I don't know how you seem like you're okay. I'm like, girl, I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. You just caught me in a moment, you know? And so it's okay not to be okay. And um, yeah, and I'm glad that. that people get to see like, you know, I mean, I mean, I feel like our, our list, our audience has really grown up with us. I mean, we were two single gals ready to mingle,
0: you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know how we can call ourselves a business podcast and, or, you know, uh, talk about wealth building and, and career progression if we don't also include the, the personal elements that go yeah. along with that. And yeah. I feel like, watching your journey as a businesswoman and as a friend and human being but how you have not let the opportunity have how you haven't let that experience um like dissuade you and and move you away from your dreams and your goals as a business owner but you've let it alter for the positive the way that you do business i think is such a you know and of course we'd rather have superman a million times over yeah um but you know such a beautiful story for people to see and for people to follow. Yeah. just how you yeah. can do it with grace and put and make lemons out of you know or wait lemonade out of lemons I should know better Beyonce told <laughs> yeah. me what that recipe <laughs> was yeah but you I know just know hope saying.
1: that also too you see that like it's, it's just a journey I don't know I mean for those of you who've lost people like what I've learned more than anything is that like it just doesn't leave you so even when someone mm-hmm. says that like, and I hope if you have someone in your life that lost their mom, their dad, their partner, their child, their someone close to them. And even if it was 20 years ago, I promise you, promise you, promise you, it like cuts just like it was yesterday. Although they've learned to have the affectation in their voice like it doesn't, because you just learned that like, you know, after like, you know, a year or so, People expect that not you've moved on, but it doesn't hurt as much. That's just not true. So whenever someone says like, oh yeah, my mom, she dies 10, 10 years and she died 10 years ago, I always stop now and just like look them in the eye and, and touch their hand and just say, I'm so sorry. And they're just like, they get it. Cause they're like, yeah, I, I know I say it casually, but it's never casual that my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just hope that you give people that little bit of acknowledgement, you know, as they're sharing falsely, like uh, casually, that losing someone that close to them, you know, still does not affect them like it just happened yesterday. But I mean, life is most meant to be lived, you know? And so that's what I'm doing to the best of my ability. And, um, you know, there are some gifts with grief. And one of those gifts is clarity, you know? And so like, you know, I've got supreme clarity in like what I am and what I'm not gonna do, what I enjoy, you know, Mandy and I had candid conversations like, do I wanna come back to Brown ambition? you know, and I was Mm -hmm. like, cause you know, it's not for the money. I have to really like, I got rid of everything that did not, yeah, that that didn't like doing. And I was just like, like, I'm gonna come back and I wanna see do do I still like doing it? And I'm here and I'm not here for any other reason than I enjoy doing it. I enjoy talking to my friend Mandy, like, because I don't have to do anything, you know? I could just be like, this is just not, it doesn't bring me joy anymore. And so, yeah, so. Yeah, when it was that episode, I was like, really? So, you know, it better win.
0: Um. <laughs> if we win, if we win, and then we get to go to the Webbies, then it's even a question, do we get to do the five-word speech? But it's all yours, boo. You got it. This is your award, Superman's <laughs> award. But BA fam also, you know, it's such a symbolic award too for me because I feel like y'all held me down when I was holding it down for Tiffany. And we didn't know what was going to happen, like audience-wise, but we continued to grow and y'all continued to show up and listen. And just like I was giving Tiffany space, it felt like y'all were too and you were okay yeah. with that so um, we wouldn't be able to do this without y'all BA fam mm-hmm. um, and we also can't win this award without you because this is entirely decided by y'all by the audience by the people alright so if you want to vote all you have to do is go to brandambitionpodcast.com and click the banner uh, to vote for us for the Webby Award for Best Individual Podcast Episode please send us out for one night on the town before yes. I pop, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I made. Mean, people have the baby on stage, like, oh! <laughs> it would be such good content. <laughs> my five words, my water just broke shit. <laughs> like, that would be, that would be the show. And I haven't checked the stats, but I think we're still in first place. But, I just but...
1: checked the stats. Uh, we are at 37%, the closest to us is
0: 22%, but. Okay, I like that I... margin. Yeah, me too, but you Let's know, I like it to. In.
1: Yes, I would like to super win, you know.
0: Yeah, we don't like let's to do have halfway accounts. No like, yes, I would love to be 50%. <laughs> come through oh, BA fam.
1: <laughs> uh, you want to jump to a commercial break before we go to some
0: not so cute news? You know, we talk about some of the things that are happening in the world. We just have like a collective brown breaks all around. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that and come right back, BA fam. Hey BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com brownambition brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain just visit squarespace.com/brownambition to get your discount today remember your online success story begins with squarespace so what are you waiting for let's build something extraordinary together not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank.
1: Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Anyway, <laughs> we're back and Maddie has heartburn. <laughs> yeah all the things <laughs> alright now let's talk about some trash that's happening um I know,
0: right? Shenanigans. Black. To be woman, to be black, <laughs> to be brown. To be black in the South. You know, my, and this is what's kind of hilarious, not hilarious, now that we've sort of on the other side of this controversy. So, two black lawmakers, the Justins, as they are now being called, mm-hmm. were expelled from their positions in the Tennessee House. um And basically over their protest over the shooting that, re- that recently happened at a school in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So this is like two of the biggest issues for me kind of tied up in one. One, gun violence in schools and don't get me started. And then these two black Democrats who are in the minority already in mm-hmm. more ways than one, then get voted out because they had the audacity to protest on the House floor to draw attention to the victims and to the calls from their constituents yes. for gun reform for common sense gun reform and like what got to me was listening to some of the arguments for the like majority white and male um republicans who were who were voting to expel them they were like there's a time and a place Can you, you spoke out of turn boy
1: that's what that boy part was silent but not real.
0: yes you didn't do it yes exactly you spoke out of turn you know you were disrespectful all this you didn't play by our rules i'm mm-hmm. like in what universe are politicians who are there to represent their constituents not allowed to speak out when their constituents are begging them to like it's, literally it's there was appalling. there were
1: there were other um uh, lawmakers there in the past that had like peed in Opposing party's chairs. Read that. There was another one that was a pedophile um, and convicted. Another one convicted of felony and still allowed to stay. And even then, on that day, they weren't the only. There was wasn't there. Um, um, oh, uh, there was. A, it was a white woman who also a white protested. Gloria something. Yes, they were like, oh, but she
0: didn't mm-hmm. use the megaphone. I said, you know what? Just say you're racist and go home. I just it's okay. there were three of them she was one but she didn't get expelled by one vote she kept her seat Hmm. what's really fucking hilarious about all this and republicans are just why are these particular in tennessee i don't want to like paint republicans Mm -hmm. with a broad brush because there's some out there who are not insane um but they basically made these two justins famous (laughs) like i didn't know their names now i follow them on ig they're getting so much donations to their campaign Mm -hmm. funds like not only that but almost immediately one of the Justin's has already been reinstated mm. um, and the second Justin I was trying to figure out, so Justin Jones I think has been reinstated um, and then there's another, ju- the second Justin who looks like he's going to run, he's going to run, have a have an opportunity to run for his seat again very soon mm. and will probably be right back, you know, where he started so to mm-hmm. what end did you, did you do this? What have you all actually accomplished for yourselves other than to make two new superstars mm-hmm. you know for the democratic party and for the cause of gun reform forget democrats for a second
1: for those of you know easter just passed so we're gonna do a yeah. little church right and the bible it says that god will use your eminent enemies as a footstool right Doesn't say, it's oh, like, okay, I like that. <laughs> you know amen amen so it's like what you thought you were going to come in here and embarrass these black men and instead you pushed them to the national stage where we're all looking it's not looking cute over there for the public. But between um uh, your 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 evil leader being indicted and arrested, you know, mm-hmm. between like all this gun oh, shit, violence. That happened too, you're right. All this gun That's violence where it's like, what does it take? Like it's really not looking good for that party. And um and I'm not like pro like Democrat either. It's just like I just some days you just like, what does it take? You know what I mean? Like, what does it take? But, you know, I mean, people are going, you know, what the people don't hear, they feel. So, you know, they're gonna be feeling,
0: so. I don't wanna, it's impossible to think about what it will take because so many more people are gonna to have to die. You know, so so, like, they've already had 146 fucking shootings That's in crazy. this year. It's barely halfway through, you know. Not even, we're like a quarter,
1: last- a quarter of the way through the year.
0: It's it's sad. I'm embarrassed for our country. And I'm also like, I feel like sometimes. Um, so there's moments where I get really um, anxious about it. Like and you don't realize that you're suffering from anxiety as, mm-hmm. as a parent about your kids going to school, except like recently, um, my cousin Anna Rio's godmother came home with a, a Nerf gun. And I, I. No, no warning, like mm-hmm. nothing from me. I burst into tears. I scree I was like, get that out of my house. I don't mm-hmm. and and it was because I saw Rio's eyes light up when he saw it. He's like, ooh, and he wanted to play with it. And it wasn't long after Uvalde last um spring. Uvalde was only, it was less than a year ago, which is just, ugh, all those babies. And I don't know. Like I feel like as a parent, you almost have to just what are we like, what are we doing i just asked my husband last night are we crazy to be putting these kids into into the world and like mm-hmm. what do we just do we just put them on a school bus and pray you know like it's so fucked up and it's you know i've joined the groups i've joined the mom's demand action and you know you 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 donate to the different funds but it's hard it, there really is no telling what it will take But I think one thing I know for sure, and it's a goddamn shame, is it's going to take more dead um, Mm. people. People are going to keep dying until something gets done. It's... This is America. It's a shit show. Mm.
1: Welcome to the shit show. You're welcome.
0: Welcome to the shit show, y'all. We are... I believe we're in the shit show together. All just trying to figure it out. Part of me is also like, do do more people like the governor knew someone who died? The governor of Tennessee knew someone yeah. who died in the school shooting in Nashville, yep. and then like there was another one in Louisville just yesterday. Thank you. Yep. And one of them knew the governor of Kentucky, and I'm like, maybe it'll take more yeah. people who are connected to the leaders for them to that give that a he was damn. Visibly
1: shaken, like my friend died.
0: Like, is yeah, that what it takes? you gonna tell his wife thoughts and prayers? Yes, you know. It's a horrible thought, but I'm like, is that what it's going to take? We need to wait until they see enough of their people, people, their loved ones, they go to enough of those funerals. But at least one bright spot is that they have we have officials, we have elected officials like jo- uh, Justin, the Justins, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson speaking out. And they're getting support from Biden, from Kamala Harris, from the Obamas, you know. So hopefully they can help make a dent as well. Yeah, just vote, y'all.
1: NCAA champion, like, um, um, like that. I don't, girl. You know, I'm, I'm not sporty. It's so, basketball. Yes, basketball.
0: <laughs> and so, I'm here for the tea and the drama, not yes. so much for like. So yeah, let's the spill the tea. Itself. So what, ha- what happened? oh, you're gonna put it on me? All right, so what happened was, there's two teams, right? I feel like I'm Kid Fury on the read whenever Crystal- Yes, I love Kid Fury sports. He's like, so there's a sport with a ball in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." And the girl probably in it. so, like, one team and then another team were against each other. And, and, and what had happened was a white player from one team, don't ask me where they're from, made some kind of, like, rude gesture to another player. It was yes. like, you can't see me? Yeah, I didn't that's, realize that's, that was a it's, rude it's, thing.
1: it's, it's oh, uni- Initially, they say it's the John Cena. It's not. Tony Yayo is, you know, he's a 50 Cent okay. G-Unit artist. He used to do that. Like, so imagine... Your hand is up like you're showing like a high five hand, but then you put the yeah. palm towards your face and then you wave it like, ah, oh, you can't see me. So Tony Ayo started it. And then John Cena, like, you know, which is this very popular um, um, white wrestler. And so, yeah. you know, so, and I wouldn't even say it's rude, but it's, it's just, it's sports get aggressive.
0: It's smack talking yeah, in the middle exactly. of a
1: game. Yeah, So the girl, the like, white girl, Caitlin did it. No biggie,
0: mm. okay. But then that our girl. Yes. Angel Reese. Yes. A black woman did yeah. the same thing and then had After the audacity to, to go on to win. Yes. At the same time, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, who even was outraged? Was it Twitter? Or was it Fox News? But <sighs> people were blowing it up like she's rude. Yes. Classless. Rude.
1: People were calling her terrible, terrible, terrible things. Yeah. And meanwhile, when Caitlin used to do it, they would be like, oh, wow, you know, she's really into the game. Because Caitlyn is actually a really great player, as is Angel. And -hmm. they're just like, this is what it looks like, you know, the aggression. This is what it takes to win. But as soon as a black woman did it, it was like, oh, no, no, no. But you already know. And so it just was And even what I didn't like it's so um, um, uh, Joe Biden um, you know Joe Biden's wife the first lady she I think she was she was there for part of the game and then afterwards you know found out that the the you know the um, the team you know uh, the Louisiana team won and she was saying like oh maybe you know we'll invite both teams to the White House to celebrate I'm like Jill that, since when do we do participation do you,
0: part, do you have a PR rep Jill I
1: said girl that's not how that goes winners she's get invited she's a teacher Yes. And I'm trying to I give go a back little to that. and grace. But I'm just She's like, a teacher.
0: She wants the kids to feel good. But she here's wants the thing. The, you know? Do but, you
1: think, Mandy, if the black team had lost that you would have said that? Let's be real.
0: I really don't. I mean, I want to say yes, but I have to say I don't think so.
1: I don't think so um, either. I think the internal bias was because, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want the... You know? No. And it's mm-hmm. just like... then. And I will say to Caitlin, the white um, player... Um, you know, she's really young. She's like 20, but they had her on ESPN and they interviewed her. And honestly, she was like, y'all are bugging basically that like, that's, you know, it's a gesture that I use. She uses, so what that angel is an amazing player and you know, they played and they beat us and I didn't, I wasn't mad at it because this is what we smack talk on the court. She basically was like, that's really a y'all problem. I'm just here to play. And we played and we lost and okay. And, and so, you know. Yeah, I think it was a guy from, um, is it EA? No, it's like, um, he's a big podcaster. He owns like a big podcast network who was like talking about her terribly, talking about Angel uh, terribly. Mm-hmm. I just like, you know, these grown men talking about these young women. Um, was it Joe Rogan? If, yeah, no, no, it wasn't Joe, um, Joe Rogan. It was like the, this podcast owner or podcast network owner.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, I just feel like, ain't y'all tired? you know what I mean like you're not tired it reminds me I was listening to like a white woman who recently got cancer not recently Alison Roman do you know her? Girl no. She was this like famous New York Times cook cookbook writer and 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 um author who blew up during the pandemic. White woman, blonde from lives in Brooklyn, you know. And ma- she criticized Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo in an interview and then she was canceled. Lost her gig at the New York Times, went off into the ether. People and she was on a podcast like she's on her return tour, coming back with a new cookbook. And on the podcast she was like there were people defending me that I did not want to be a part of their team. I was mm. like <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no, not you no 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 I don't need your help and I feel like it's these like conservatives who are yeah. looking for any case to jump on and I feel like Caitlin's having the same feeling like no 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 no, no I don't ride with y'all yeah. I'm I'm it's on like, like that's Angel's y'all. side here you mad for me I'm not mad <laughs>
1: like uh, we, we playing the game we talk smack the guys talk yeah. smack so girls talk smack too and so uh,
0: yeah. yeah well I mean, Angel, Angel is now going to the White House and apparently the other team is not getting invited.
1: Yeah, as they ought not know. to, not because of any other reason. Well, that's just how it goes. The winners that's go. Tradition. I mean, you don't break tradition when Black people
0: win. What the hell? It, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, to make people feel more comfortable, we'll have both teams there. Yeah, yeah, and like you the know, maybe it was. Unin- Did
1: you see that? It was a, this woman, this young Black girl, for the was the first Black valedictorian or salutatorian of her school, and they had someone who had a lower, they made two valedictorians, a white girl, like with a lower GPA. And I'm like, why? Because the black girl got the higher, yes, yes, girl. That's why I'm just like Mm -hmm. when people, people love to use the, if you would only work harder, if you would only, it's like, let's be real. That's just Mm -hmm. not true. You will always move the goalposts. That's why I just don't participate. And you know, I've just opted out and I build my own shit. And then I get to hire amazing black and brown women, you know, and give them the space and the grace to, you know, for those who are willing to do the work, for you know, to be treated fairly and to be paid well. Because I just can't, you know what I mean? Like I can't, you know, because it just And I know everybody's not able to do that. And sometimes you you have to work for whomever, or whatever. But I just was like, I gotta opt out. I gotta tap the F out, cause
0: it's exhausting. Anyway, that's our, I mean, we didn't even have official brown boost, brown break, but brown that's the Brown boost break. <laughs> to Angel Reese and only yes. Angel Reese. Brown <laughs> break to everyone. Brown boost to those of us who can see through the bullshit and recognize yes. what's happening. It's not yes. about playing it fair. It's not about, oh, we just want everyone to be recognized for their hard work. It's about what happens when black women um, are at the forefront and win and yeah. how quickly our success will try to be picked apart and, and taken, you know? Yeah. But I think in this case, she preserved her dignity and I'm very proud of her.
1: Yes. Well, we will see you next week. Well, actually we'll see you on Friday. Um, Yeah. BAQA and then definitely next week. Um, keep listening if you have not forwarded the show to somebody what are you waiting on if you have not been mm-hmm. to com and click the Webby banner and voted for us um,
0: what are you waiting yes. on
1: um, yeah we love you BA fam until next time
0: bye, bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff-Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam.